Greetings. Welcome to Third Degree with Trayvell Maurice featuring James Major Burns. I have officially taken over. James Major Burns is on leave of absence. Actually, his radio show or podcast, excuse me, is canceled. It is officially Trayvell Maurice's. Hello, Youngstown, wherever you are, Africa, England, Britain, London, same thing. <laughs> Welcome um, to Third Degree. This is just a reminder. This is a safe place for myself and others to speak on things in our lives and in our worlds. This is a chance to share what's behind the minds of the creative like me, because what you see isn't always the truth. Can I get an amen? Thank you. Here you get to share, laugh, live, love, and sometimes debate, which I love to do. Period. <laughs> well, I have a special guest here at my table this evening, and um, I don't think he needs any introduction because it is <laughs> his podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for the James Major Burns. <sighs> oh, that was really, really funny. My face hurts from laughing so much. <laughs> Greetings. My name is James Major Burns, and this is The Third Degree with me, your host, James Major Burns. No. But you sounded good, though. This is not your show anymore. Soon to be Burns. No. This Hashtag. Is not, this is not your show. This is my show. Sure. Okay. I'm rebranding it. All right, great. Simple. Proceed. Okay. <laughs> oh, what are we talking about? I have no idea. Um, none at all, actually. Oh, I thought you were rebranding the podcast. Rebranding the podcast has nothing to do with speech or dialogue. <laughs> it has a lot to do with advertisement and... Well, you haven't done anything publicity in that lane either. So, what no, are I, you actually doing? I said I'm. I'm going to. Oh, I am rebranding. So you're unprepared to rebrand? Yes. Today, yeah. Oh, okay. But try me to try me tomorrow. I have a whole layout for you. Okay. Well, we won't be recording <laughs> tomorrow, so we're talking about today. No, I'm talking about released on social media. Anywho, James Nutrivers, I am not arguing with you about your podcast. Thank you for allowing me to be on this podcast, this podcast, and um, what? What do you want to talk about? Thank you. So <laughs> I am. It's bittersweet. Um, so it's April, and we're coming up on May 2020, and it will be a year anniversary that I have had. A podcast, The Third Degree with me, your host, James Major Burns. So that's very exciting. I've spoken with, you know, over 40 people. I've done, you know, some shows where I learned a lot about myself, but I really learned about myself and a lot from the people I spoke with over the last year. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just ready to grow. You know, I'm ready to grow and expand and I want to see where, you know, this life takes me, you know? Yeah. So what have you taken from the third degree with me, your host, James Major Burns? What about taking? Yeah, I mean, you've listened to what, four episodes? 
Yeah. That's about right. It's too many. <laughs> no. Um, no, I think I think what you've done over the past year is great. Um, I'm proud of you. Um, I think it was definitely something that uh, has been beneficial. I think most beneficial for you because it allowed you to uh, be more creative and express your creative self. I feel like it also uh, definitely did serve what the mission was, which is to give people a space to talk about life, things that they typically don't talk about or the hidden truth, because what you see isn't always the truth, like you say. Um, Shout out Tati. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah, Tatiana, RuPaul's Drag Race season two. Two. I wanted to say four, but I was like, no. All-Stars 2. Season 2, All-Stars 2 as well. Season 2, Tatiana. Um, but no, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy that you were able to do it. You spoke to all these people. And um, very interesting things you talked about. Encouraging things. Things that we all deal with. So that's what I took away from it. i tell you one thing I'm still learning and, and growing in is sound <laughs> sound quality trying to understand how to work everything so what you don't know is the first system we were using was logic because i, I downloaded like this 90 day free trial because i want to figure out you know how to use it as we proceed in our journey with music and everything and I know it's another form of uh, uh, editing and music recording system that we've used you know with KG and you yeah. know a few other people. So I wanted to check it out. But I can't figure out how to use it. I gotta get on YouTube and see how some much videos. is it monthly? No, I think you just make a purchase and then it's yours. Well I'm saying how much is it? I think it's two hundred dollars. Oh, I didn't know that. But you get a ninety day free trial right now. So I said of course. I thought I saw that on your laptop the other night. But I was like, how did you get logic oh, on yeah. your laptop? But you must have downloaded it. Yep, obviously. I downloaded it, you know, as we proceed in our journey with music. So we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it do what it do, baby. Because you know what we can't do is we don't want anybody else to give us something that we want. Period. But unless it's Mother Earth in a pandemic, then we have to wait on some things. Right. <laughs> so speaking of, you know, the coronavirus, it's, it's, you know, I can't believe this is life right now. And it's weird because... It almost doesn't seem real because, you know, we still go to work every day and not that much has changed for me besides, you know, going home, going straight to work. My hours have changed. My job has split our shifts into just two shifts. So, so we can, you know, lessen the, you know, cross of people's that could possibly give each other the virus. Right. So I won't be seeing some of my um, employees, you know, my co-workers, for a few months, which I'm not mad about, okay? I'm not mad about it. And I wonder if this goes against the rules of, I don't think this is bashing work, but let me tell you, there are some people I work with that I could not work with. Same. I don't want nobody to lose their job, but there are some people I could do without. Let me tell you. Right. Bad attitude and bad effort bad ethic and bad results to me leaves you jobless it's just bad 
<laughs> it's just all around bad. No, uh, no, I, I have the same people I deal with at work just like that. Unfortunately for my job, um, we are have not split into two groups. Um, we basically have limited our shift to about five people, but I mean, it's practically the same people. It can rotate. Sometimes we have more than five people. So have you guys like picked up in business during the pandemic? Um, now the latter half of this pandemic, yes. But, um, the beginning of it, no. Uh, we were struggling a bit. Listen, our, um, our, you know, our first couple of weeks, I don't want to say a couple, I don't know if it was just a week, but in the beginning of the year, because of winter, we were less busy than we normally are because of this season change and people went broke for Christmas. But, um... During the beginning of the pandemic, maybe a week we weren't busy, but that second week, bam, we were busy. But you're also, too, I mean. Right. I'm a morning. Right. I mean, you know, we serve coffee. Yeah, at we, 5 a.m. Right, we serve chicken. At 10. So, I mean, we're in two different right. brackets. I've been at work for five hours. I mean, nobody's awake at 6, 7, 8, <laughs> right. 9 o'clock. Just a few people, especially where they're, yeah. they've shut down a lot of the places that, you know, have people up at that time right but um speaking back on co-workers you know what i've been thinking about lately is jobs where i had people that i worked with that i actually really liked to work with you know and i'm like what job did i have that i really enjoyed like several or more of my co-workers and for me that would have to be mojo's so now i hope i work at raisin canes in Bortman, ohio shout out and I like my job, and I like some of my um, co-workers, but I haven't really built very, very close bonds with them. You know, I'm a little older, too, so I'm not necessarily there searching for that or care to hang out with people outside of work for a drink, for a walk in the park, or for anything. Right. So, um, And for Mojo's, I mean, you were younger. You probably were, look, you, you were looking for that. You were absolutely. there. Absolutely. I was still going to bars and stuff. 23. I was like 22 when I started working there. I was going to bars. It, it was a bar and grill. So it was fun. But there's still times where I, um, I worked at VXI, which is a call center, where I connected with people. Even though we didn't hang out really outside of work, we had a cool connection. And I haven't done that so much at my, you know, at this job. And sometimes I wonder if it's me. I'm like, is, is it me? Do I just not search and go out of my way for those things anymore? Mm. And I find it that with age, I just don't have time to deal with people. Well, I, I just don't, don't feel like it's an age thing because, I mean, I've never done that. <laughs> so let me. I'm like speaking, hardly ever. Uh, so I'm speaking about me with my age, not just like, uh, you know. You're, like you said, it's well, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I'm 23. I mean, right. I started ducking at 18. I'm I wasn't you, for me, looking for as time goes by and the age goes up, it's totally <laughs> different. It's like, nah, but it's just, I just really noticed there are certain things that I do, um, you know, uh, connect with my age because there are times that I see things that I used to be into. Even at work, and I'm like, you know what? I don't have time for this anymore. This isn't funny to me anymore. And I'm over it. And I want them to shut up. <laughs> I just want them to. Sometimes I, there were these girls talking yesterday at work, and they, or well, the other day I worked, and they were just having a conversation, Trey. And I was 
I just felt like they were getting really, really loud. They were getting louder than the music. And I just was like, oh my gosh, I was so irritated. I wanted them to shut up so bad, but they weren't enjoying. they just turn the music down? That's what happens when you got loud music. The music wasn't even that loud. For some reason, I just heard every word they were saying. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I don't want to hear them talking at all. Please shut up. But, you know, that's not even their fault. That that was just me. But when I tell you I was so irritated, I'm like, shut the f- uh, oh my God, shut up. What are y'all talking about? Shut up. <laughs> and I, so I, I know I get like that sometimes. I know that I almost feel like the uncle that's like, oh my gosh, here he, he, he worked tonight. We ain't going to be able to have no fun. And for me, we can have all the fun in the world, but I like getting the job done and I like doing it in a certain way and I like doing it in a clean way, you know? And that's what I want to do. And sometimes I just don't like working with a bunch of rumbunctious teenagers or teenage-minded people. But you know what? I I like working there. I will say that. I do like working there. Mm-hmm. And I tell you, it's nothing like some fresh canes out the grease. I tell you. Woo. Well, you are a chicken <laughs> finger and fried guy. So, I mean, anything fresh out of grease is up your little lane up my alley yes but i tell you anybody out there who's had raisin canes it's delicious but when it's out the grease it's something different it's something totally different well it all should be out the grease i think your serving time is what i mean it has to be fresh as they hit right you know it's only a few minutes before you know in between where you keep food and get rid of it but i don't know i shouldn't be revealing all of these cane secrets we don't need these other restaurants out there trying to take our um secrets to success you know y'all keep up and do what y'all do one love listen i all of the fast food restaurants have been so busy when i left work the other day wendy's was wrapped like three times popping all people want to do is eat there ain't nothing else to do meanwhile there's a whole pandemic and people should be at home right so what do you think about like customers coming through getting upset that like you may not have not have on gloves or face mask? I don't care. <laughs> you know what? Because that, no, that has nothing to do with it. If anything, we're the ones at high risk because they Thank should you. be in the house. Thank you. You know, we uh, now granted we need we need them to come to our stores to survive. Absolutely. And to pay our bills, of course, to pay our store. But if not, I mean, we would be on unemployment just like the rest of America. But us wearing face masks and, you know, washing our hands, I mean, sanitation is a basic thing. Me as a manager, we are mandatory. We have to do that all the time. You know, gloves is no new thing. Wearing gloves in the store is no new thing. When you wear gloves, you take them off. They are only required for single use. Once you take the glove off, you must wash your hands, period. That is the job. Now, right. all these restaurants. Every 10 minutes or less, we are washing our hands, sanitizing. And, of course, just like them, we want to be safe, too. We don't want Absolutely. to be sick. We don't want to have this virus. And we right. would rather be at home also. But, you know, our jobs didn't shut down. So right. we need to and have to go to work. Right. So, I mean, we've already limited people, the amount of people coming into stores. Some people can still come into stores. Most of them, though lobbies are closed so the purpose of exposure of a face mask within a building with people you work with all the time who, who do not have the virus um or have any symptoms of the virus is i guess the workplace for essential workers can be a place of safety in a sense the only contamination part is the receiving end 
of people's credit cards and cash, you know, is probably the biggest thing. But the person in the window, like I said, after they get done doing their cash registering job, they are mandatory to wash their hands. That is the job before the pandemic. Right. That was not, none of that right. changed, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, in that sense, it's not that big of a deal for essential workers to have face masks and gloves. I just want customers in America to know that you are going out here for services and no one is your servant. I also want you to know that people can find another job. You need to watch how you're talking to somebody because you, there are, I do believe that there are times where you need to go to another level. I do believe there are times where the person at the job is completely out of line, completely being rude, and sometimes downright disrespectful. And maybe that might get you out of your character to go off, but sometimes they, the customer starts most at eight. Of course, we're we are not. It depends on where you go because when you ride through some of these places, there are certain restaurants in, in our town I'm not going to ever again. Yeah, never again. Yeah, for their service, Terrible. and it's just not. It's you know, it's not worth dealing with. I can go somewhere else. You know, but if it was the only place I wanted to go to and I really wanted the food, I, I might. It might be worth it to say something. It might be worth it to call corporate. It might be worth it to let somebody have it. Because sometimes you're like, okay, if they come at me like this today, I'm letting them have it. Mm-hmm. But for those customers who want to just go off or if you just feel like they have the right to just let you know how they feel about you and how the business you have no control over is being run. Right. They're like, I can't believe you're doing this. Ma'am, I can't believe we're doing this either, but... I don't run the show here. So if you don't like that a place is not wearing gloves or masks right now, go somewhere else. But don't shout out, you know, call corporate, get all upset and in a frenzy because you're mad that a place that you want to eat isn't following rules that you want to be followed for this pandemic. Or for example, I mean, like some businesses aren't taking cash money. Right. So if you don't have a debit card because you don't have money in the bank and you cash your bills, how are you don't you're not coming to the store to pay for any Chick-fil-A or any Dunkin' Donuts or any canes, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cuz they ain't taking no cash. It's either you got a card or you're not getting food. It's as simple as that. I don't know what to tell you. Right. I mean, you have worked now you work in Canfield and just so some of y'all know Canfield is a predominantly white area. And it can come off as prejudice sometimes. So Trey works in an area where people like to use certain words against him as a black man or refer or imply certain things to him him as a black man. I'm going to tell you this right now. I don't know how you do it. Well, I mean, I've I've only had, I mean, I've only had a few people who blatantly, you know, go out of their way to make themselves... Uh, or to reveal themselves is a proper word that they clearly have some bias and racism. Um, but others are very subliminal. You know, they might not say it with their mouths, you know, but they're definitely thinking it, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, but they still come, you know, because they love the product, you know, right or wrong, whether the product is given to them right or wrong. They love the product and they will be back. But the person giving them the product uh, who either gets it right or wrong, their perception of that person may change based off of the color of their skin. That's real and can't feel. Um, so, I mean, it's, yeah, it was really awesome time when you were working at Walmart. Well, that's true. I mean, it's just a very interesting thing. Um, the way I deal with it is I just, I give them what they give me. It is as simple as that. My general managers know, their bosses know, don't play with Trey because I will come full force. Hashtag don't play with Trey. I just wish that there were more establishments who would not come to the rescue of an irate, disrespectful customer, but come to the rescue of their their worker, their employee, to let them know that they are valued and that they will not be disrespected and that the, your manager will make sure that you will not be disrespected right. and treated horribly by a customer who think that they have the right because they think the customer is always right. Well, I think it comes to, I mean, it comes down to the dollar. Um, businesses are in business to stay in business. Businesses are not in business to... <laughs> I mean, in a sense, they are to keep employees, but they feel... But they need employees. Well, they do, but they're weighing the, the greater good. You know what I'm saying? Like, which one's more repl- excuse me, more replaceable? Uh, a customer or employee? You know? And in this case, I mean, the employee is not offering anything but their time and their services, which is valuable. But the thing more valuable than time and services is that dollar. And they will argue that every single time. Don't mean that they don't value their customers or their employees because they do, but they value those customers even more because they are the ones keeping them in business. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. And I definitely get it because as you said, businesses are business to stay in business. And, and but you I know, disagree. All though. business ain't good business and sometimes you got to take a stand. Yeah, I disagree with, I mean, if people coming in people's jobs acting crazy, you are asking right. for, you know, A to B, B. Well, you, <laughs> if, if you bring in crazy, you better be ready to get crazy. Yeah. Back at you. If you don't shake unless you're ready to get shook. No, you I got to be ready to get shook. Yeah, I just feel like there's levels to this. Like, you just have to, you have to treat people respect with respect there are like, some period. people who pe- they'll put their hands on somebody and be completely shocked when that person returns the favor and put their hands right back on them mm-hmm. they weren't ready for that shape mm-hmm. you know they you know they they was ready for to sh- you know to shook the other person they weren't ready to get shook back they right. was ready to shake them but they wasn't ready to get shook you gotta be ready to get shook no it's crazy but you know again with the whole pandemic it's halted the world we haven't experienced anything like this in our time like at all and for us it halted our wedding yeah we were going to have a wedding in just a few weeks out um may 16th and now we're just you know in purgatory yeah well last time there's been a pandemic like this was the spanish flu in 1918 um it is now 2020 um I don't know. It's, it's, it's a very interesting thing. Um, but we're learning. I mean, the, the world as we, know, as we knew it will be changed forever as a result of this pandemic because a lot of this has to do with cleanliness. And a lot of people on this world is dirty. 
<laughs> and that's just it's real. It's dirty. They're dirty. Um, whether that's going to the bathroom, come out of the bathroom, don't wash their hands, whether that's, you know, whatever. Uh, they might sweep their floor and then go touch some chicken that they're about to make in their kitchen. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's teaching people to keep up with their hygiene. Yeah, people don't know. Sometimes people just don't think about it at all. Or to clean their houses. That's why. Because some people hoard, you know? Mm. I mean, and these things, I mean, it leads to multiple effects. Like, it's just just an eye-opening event that I'm glad stopped the world. I'm actually glad it did. Because this is a learnable lesson. And oftentimes, us as humans, because we are so uh, rebellious in a sense that the things that are a priority which are the simplest of things like washing your hands right <laughs> or staying a distance from people when you talk you know are simple things but it's it takes the world to stop to get humans to realize that this is priority or a necessity you right. know that's on a just, daily already. Yeah, I mean, or that you should have in a habitual pattern or a habit, you know? It's just crazy to me that it takes something like this to get people to wake up. And it should show you, I mean, just speaking about it alone, doctors could have told us this for 50 years, you know? But until crisis happened, we don't get it. It's, our, it's always That's unbelievable. It's gone too far. I mean, it's just crazy to me. But it happens like that all the time. It's been happening like that. It will probably always happen like that. Hopefully not, but hey, we're humans. Well, people go off of, um, you know, what they believe is fact for themselves. So if you say, you know... Into a pandemic. Exactly, but so they can only (laughs) go off of what they know. So people say, you know, don't take things out of the the freezer and then unthaw them and freeze it, unthaw it and freeze it, or, you know, certain food things, you know, don't wash your chicken. Right. So there are people out there who wash their chicken. There are people out there who don't wash their chicken. And a lot of them don't get sick ever, and they both feel like they're right. And right. they feel like it's proven because they washed their chicken and didn't wash it and, and, and they got, didn't, get you know, didn't get sick. Or did it and got sick. So for both parties. Right. So it's like, well, who's, how, who's right? And well, then you have well, it's the same professionals way. who say do it, and then they say um, the other who says don't do it. Right. I don't know. That's the. That's the. I so mean, so with the hands thing, they're probably like, I ain't. I'll never wash my hands, and I ain't never got sick. I mean, I, I mean, it, to me, it would come down to the ratio of people saying it and people not saying it. And it, it, it comes down to the hard evidence. Like they tell you not to wash the chicken because the chicken is less susceptible to bacteria prior to you putting water on it with your dirty hands. Because whether we like it or not, our hands carry bacteria, regardless with sanitizer, with Dawn on our, on our hand by washing it. <laughs> when we wash our hands, yeah, they're clean, but there's still bacteria on the hand. It's good bacteria because it fights off other bacteria. Nonetheless, still bacteria. Do we not understand that? So when you wash the chicken, the good bacteria, allegedly, right, is now contaminated on the chicken when you put the water on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Water serves as a binding mechanism between the bacteria and the meat, you know, which is why they tell you not to do it, you know? I mean, it took for some people, I mean, it, it took for an actual lockdown to happen. The government couldn't suggest anything because they have a reputation 
for blowing things out of proportion or, you know, downright lying. So yeah. it's, and it's, it's sad to live in a world, but I mean, it is the world and that's what it has always been. It don't have it to will be. always be. Mm, I don't think it has to be that way. But it's, you know, for them to say something and us not just believe it 100% off the back or believe it to be true or believe that they even have our best interests at, at heart. heart. Yeah. And not saying that they just want us to be dead, but, you know, to our best interests at heart as, you know, America, as a divided country that it is. Before Trump, just so yeah. we're clear. It's, I don't know. It, like you said, I mean, it is definitely sad. It's sad to be alive and be a human, uh, one, and to feel that way about people in general. But it's also, I feel like, worse to feel like you are in a, le- a legitimate free country or a country that is more concerned about freedom and free of choice and uh, community and democracy all the for the people you know by the people and to really be getting manipulated in a sense right. you know is it this and it, it is scary because people are are dying and there are these there are big numbers of people dying even though there's billions and billions and billions of people in there so it doesn't seem to be that much and they compare it to the actual flu that's killing just as many people but it's the way it's happening it's within this amount of time that it's happening and it's um how the virus is um traveling from one host to the next that rates it the pandemic that it is and then to have not have a cure for it right to not have the cure for it right now it just puts me in the mind and, and again the and the word the actual word pandemic it's like okay this is a little i guess this is serious now because in the beginning even for me i'm i didn't know how serious it was going to be. Yeah. Or, you know, I'm like, okay, well, it's in Italy and it's not, it's not coming here, is it? Right. Even though uh, something to happen like that in the world is one, you know, a little scary and too sad. Right. It's still, when it's not in a theater near you, it's easier to deal with. Or to it, dismiss. Right. That's, that's a proper word, just to dismiss it, you know. It's, 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 it's easy to just be like praying for Italy. Yeah, exactly. Versus until oh, until your your right. household is in a hospital. You know what I'm saying? No, you're definitely right. But again, going back to the the human thing and how we view each other, it's just like there's no sympathy. There's no compassion there. You know, it's there's no compassion in it prior to it meeting us at a theater near us. You know. And then when it does mean us at a theater near us, we want compassion, you know, but right. we, we, we did not give compassion when it was not at our door. And it just it just showed you the type of how much more growth we have to make, you know, and how much more effort we have to take in becoming necessarily that type of person. But again, that is a choice because some people probably don't want to be that type of person, you know, and. How can you fight with that? You, you just can't. So they um, applied social distancing to our lives. And some are saying and numbers are showing that it's helping because there aren't as many cases as they projected in the beginning of the crisis. Right. So now it's making some people feel like they didn't... Um, well, the numbers didn't know what they were talking about in the first place. 
or it was just a frightening, you know, a scare tactic. Right. I thought it would have been, been funny if on April Fool's it was like a complete you United Nations April Fool's joke on the world. Like, got y'all. Y'all need to start listening because this is what the world could be like. <laughs> and then you have 7.2 billion people on the face of the earth talking about why would our governments do that? Because this is what the world could be like, but y'all don't want to listen. And this is the shift we need to be better, better nations. Well, yeah, I mean, that could that could right. be a, I mean, it, I mean, but it's it not could that. possibly be a good. And it would have been good. funny, but it also wouldn't have been funny because it would have been like, why y'all gonna scare us like that? Yeah. So like, why would yeah. why would you even do it? But again, I mean, the fact, would you, do you think that would have made people trust their governments even more or no? I think like, they would have been like, okay, government, I see where y'all coming from. Oh, I think they would have been like, oh, our government, are they really are playing games. Now, what else right. are they playing games about? You know what I'm saying? Right. Now, listen to us when we <laughs> talk to y'all. Right. They would have, it would have me a little scared. But, you know, I might fall in line after that. So they want to play games like this. What else could they do? Let me pay attention and listen. Yeah. Now, the thing with the pandemic is um, once it has subsided and there's a vaccine and that less people or more people have had it and gotten over it. You know, we've lost thousands and millions of people, well, thousands of people in this country, but millions in the world. Um, once the pandemic is in a recession, you know, um, it'll be interesting to see how the world reacts after it. Because if we go back to functioning the same way, we, what was the point? Yeah, people yeah. think There's that no we're learning. going back. That's it's going back to normal like this year. Like our lockdowns, you know, quote unquote, lifted May first, and they're going to slowly open up some businesses. And I, I believe that those businesses may be certain necessities. So I heard someone talking about dentist offices or certain building office buildings will be opening. So I don't know what jobs exactly, yeah. but um, it's not just going to be okay. Go back to life. Four months ago, right, and full capacity because that don't exist. You know, <laughs> a full speed ahead. Yeah, it's, it's that not don't going exist. Down like that because there's a new pandemic. Even when we were talking about canceling the wedding, you know, some of our friends and family were, you know, trying to make us wait some time to do it. Like, oh no, you still have a few weeks. No, and for me, months ago, well, not not months, but weeks ago, I I felt like we were going in the wrong direction or, you know, more in the direction of closing things off in this lockdown versus the opposite. Right. So I didn't see us being able to have the wedding, especially with us having the wedding at a theater that's shut down because you can't have people more than what, 10 people now? Well, more than 10 people at a wedding, but the way that a theater works is you're not even six feet apart from each other. Right. You're more you're on three top feet. of each other. You're more three feet away from each other. Right. So, I mean, that's not realistic. So know? we wouldn't even be able to have the things we need to have to, you know, to put our wedding on. Let alone the preparation because right. businesses have been out, including theaters. There's no time to prepare. You know, we are have a very theatrical uh, wedding. So, I mean, expect the grandest of things that you would see if you were to go see a theater show. That was the goal. You know, and I will say there's, you know, I was excited about certain certain sporting events. Uh, the Olympics were happening this year. You know, that's not to say that I'm disregarding the lives that have been lost because I've seen a little bit of, you know, tit for tat with that online of certain people shaming people for being sad that, you know, 
the NBA season's canceled. The um, theaters and bars are canceled. But you know, people, those are the things that people look forward to in their lives. Those are the escapes that they have. Those are the things that, that make them happy. Right. I mean, that's our lives. So, of right. course, they I mean, well, are a especially, little... Especially for, I mean, you're absolutely right. Like, I mean, for example, with us, I mean, theater is, is an escape for us to create. It gives creatives the ability to do what they love in that sense, you know? We get to create stories that may not necessarily be our stories, but be stories that we could connect with. Same like football. I mean, football players play football, some of them to, because they love it, others to re- release aggression. I mean, I mean that's real. Right, you know, you know to, ch- to test their skills. Yeah. Like and to, be the best, to, to, to be the greatest. Yeah, I mean, it's a challenge for them. So, I mean, these are outlets. I mean, and again, not to disqualify or... Um, dilute the importance or the tragedy of people's lives being lost for the pandemic because I mean my heart goes out to all those families that have lost whole families multiple members of the families children moms dads Um, I can't even imagine losing family members like that and I'm grateful that I have not lost anybody to the pandemic but like you said these things that we've created such as art and sports are outlets for people in escape rooms and zones for them to escape reality of the hardness of all of this world. And the interesting thing, and I'm going to bring it up now, is that interestingly enough, whoever is hearing this podcast, I want you guys to understand that let us not forget that in 2020, that when the coronavirus COVID-19 pandemic hit the world, the thing keeping people from going crazy are the arts. Let us not forget that we are all downloading Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu, and we are depending upon entertainment to keep us from ultimate boredom. <laughs> so when things do go back to something new, keep not, that same energy, keep the same energy, keep that same support. Go to your local theaters. Support your local theaters. Go to those movie theaters who are releasing new films on all these TV apps, Google Play, and all this other stuff for you to watch and keep up with the things that were already on schedule to be released that they know you all, as well as me and James, wanted to see. Uh, The football entertainment, the basketball, like support these art forms because they are indeed keeping the world thriving and entertained and not from you know some family suicide some people suicide because a lot of people are on unemployment without jobs you know right uh, their lives the worlds have been altered yeah exactly and the only thing keeping them or laughing or dancing is music and these are all the arts that our governments love to cut it's the first thing out the window because it's not important you know but here it is, the last but thing standing. they don't standing. realize how much they use it on the daily. Exactly. Here it is, the last thing standing in the most traumatic thing that has hit the face of the earth in the last hundred years. So let's just think about that. Remember that. All of you who are listening to this, because it is important. And I, I think I needed to say that. Well, I'm actually really, really glad you said that. Because a lot of people don't understand how much of, you know entertainment is a melting pot of everything versus it just being right 
uh, sports versus it just being theater. Oh, right. oh, you do musical theater. We do entertainment. Right. It's live. It's um, or music. recorded. It's stage. It's all of the above and everything underneath. Right. Under everything under the sun. Like now you got these battles happening on Instagram. Oh and my gosh! Like that. Amazing. It, I mean, they're keeping people entertained, but these yes. are entertainers. People thrive, and that's a human trait. We we thrive in certain things. Um, whether it's uh, positive or negative. So in, with everything happening on the world and pushing us into this corner, pushing us into our space and into our homes, we're thriving in other ways, you know, uh, right. as far as expression and, you know, expression. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything else to say. As far as expression. So um, I'll tell you, though, I wonder what will happen if we get so far out that even the TV shows can't record new things. Right. Well, I mean... And then what? Well, well live before... I mean, they'll, I'm sure these networks will run reruns. Because now, I will say there are some places that probably they'll be created to have certain rules as far as, you know, all right, well, we stopped the scenes and everybody was tested before they got there. Everybody's temperatures were taken. We made sure everything was sanitized and Lysol and we had all of these so we were good to go. We were approved. Well, that's what I mean by the the things that are going to change, you know, because before you could just walk into work at 5 a.m. and be like, oh, right on set. Don't have to worry about it, you know, but now you got to, you come to set, temperature change, you got to make sure you're sanitized, you know, uh, your clothes may be in a steam bag. I don't know, you know, something, something is going to change before you get to set. All the cameras need to be washed and right. sprayed every uh, night, every night, probably three times a day. We have no idea. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it may change. And people didn't think this pandemic was real. Listen, y'all Disney world shut down until next next year. Right. So, you know, if Disney is close, you know, it's real. The superpower of the world. <laughs> Listen, and speaking of Disney, a lot of people thought Disney Plus was going to put Netflix like out of business. And I don't know why, no. because not one, not everyone loves Disney. And it's a, it's a lot of exactly childish things just for children. Yeah. So not everyone loves Disney. There's a lot of stuff Netflix is bringing on that Disney could never, never produce, no. produce and not put on their brand. But no. Netflix can still put on movies for children like DreamWorks and you know a lot of those movies and a lot of other animated films so they almost have like a one up because Disney isn't you know you only can watch Marvel films so many times especially when they're three hours and then right right now they don't even have the Spider-Man movies on there but we're not going to get into that well they're doing like temporary release they're doing like release dates same thing Netflix does you know Mm -hmm. let it out Homeward Bound still isn't uploaded so I have a couple of issues with it but um I think we had a nice conversation. What do you think? I think so. Um, thank you for letting me join you on your podcast. Oh, you're absolutely welcome. And uh, when I do come back, I just want you to understand that it is my podcast and I'm just allowing you on it. Do you get that? Uh, absolutely. Okay. I okay. knew that coming in. Oh, well, I'm glad we have an understanding. Um, thank you all for tuning in to Third Degree with Trayvon Maurice. And James Major Burns. Who is a feature. <laughs> but thank you for tuning in to Third Degree with Trayvon Maurice featuring James Major Burns on our topic discussion about life in the crazy pandemic called Coronavirus. It's like, <laughs> I never even this saw that video. Real, real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what it was. Cardi B, you know where I'm at, you know where I be. Yes, I don't even know what she says in that video. Anywho, COVID-19, you guys, world, America, 
America, be safe, sanitize, wash your hands, wash your hands, social distance, wash it behind. When the city opens up or the state of Ohio opens up on May 2nd, gradually, remember, keyword, gradual opening up, please, if beaches open up the way they have in Florida in the last week, do not go running to the beaches. It can be you. Hashtag, it can can be be you. Hashtag, it can be you. Your common sense, people. Use your common sense. Common sense says... Let's sing it. (laughs) What are you talking about? We're going to sing it can be you. Can be you need to harmonize. What, where's the, what's the harmony? You were going to have to follow me. Okay, go ahead. It can. No, that's not right. You can't harmonize. Go ahead. Do it one more time. <laughs> it can be you. Was that right? No. It can be you. No? No. All right. Good night. He's terrible. What about your mom? We're not going to take it there. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been James Major Burns featuring Travel Murray's On the Third Degree with me, your host, James Major Burns.